You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Margaret Widmer. Margaret, thanks so much for being with me today. Thank you for inviting me, Brainerd. Margaret, you're talking to me from Amsterdam. It's July 28th uh, in 2021. It's, it's still the pandemic, it seems, here. What's the situation like there in your, in your studio or, or in your neighborhood? Well, actually, uh, in the Netherlands, I think the, the, the uh, regulations were not as strict as in some other countries, I would say, since the beginning of the pandemic. Um, so we were pretty much uh, free to move around. Uh, there has been uh, some changes uh, about 10 days ago because the nightclubs were opened and then uh, the numbers went up again. So um, they have closed the nightclubs again. Um, yeah, but for the rest, um, um, we are pretty free to move around. And, and what are you working on right now? You're talking to me from your, your studio? Yeah. Um, so actually, um, at the very moment, uh, I've been... Uh, preparing a show that's going to happen in Cologne in, at the beginning of September. Um, it's in an art space called uh, Labor Ebertplatz, um, and it's curated by Marion Scharman. It's together with another artist who I've actually not met yet. Uh, Marion is bringing us together. Um, and it will open during uh, the DC, the Dusseldorf Cologne uh, open the opening of the cultural season, which is uh, quite exciting. Um, so I've been working on some new pieces, uh, but um, the curator also chose a few pieces uh, from previous years, actually some pieces that are as old as uh, 2005, which uh, has been really um, interesting for me because, uh, you know, some of the older pieces or Sometimes pieces only get shown one time, and then um, I store them here. Um, so it's been really interesting to uh, pull them out again and to see them here at my studio together with uh, some of the newer pieces. That's exciting. So let's talk about the show in Cologne a little more. Um, let's walk through everything that's in the show. It sounds like you have several works, and that spans mediums and also um, you know, points in your career, correct? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so. So maybe starting with I... the older work. Yeah, maybe we should yeah, start with exactly. the older work and, and move up to the to the present, the ones that are going to be in the Cologne exactly. show. Uh, yeah. So there is uh, is one piece from uh, from 2005, which is titled uh, 5 p.m. Um, and it's one of those uh, pieces that at the time I made uh, sculptural works that were uh, hanging on the wall. And they consist of several, uh, of a, kind of a machine part. Actually, uh, in this case, it's, um, um, it's a telephone holder. You know, the old-fashioned telephone holders uh, that were used, I don't know, in the 70s or, uh, or even earlier than that. Uh, it's like a six-pack mechanism that, uh, with a kind of a table that holds holds a, a telephone, an old-fashioned telephone, um, and then I, um, I uh, combine it with some uh, soft 
parts like some uh, foam from uh, like a thin mattress. Um, and it also holds a photograph of a young woman that is wearing a white pleated skirt. So the 5 p.m. kind of, uh, and of course the telephone holder kind of reference uh, the, the office and the secretary. So, so tell me more about it. It seems like it's also filled with other symbols. There's almost a, uh, a story in there, right? A, a narrative or, or no? Yeah, yeah. So actually those, uh, these older pieces are, um, are quite a narrative, but not, um, I mean, the way that I construct narratives is quite, uh, I, I leave a lot of uh, open spaces so that uh, viewers, you know, can let their imagination go. So there's, I mean, I think all of my pieces are uh, characterized by quite a big amount of ambiguity. So in this piece, uh, there is, um, well, uh, the zigzag construction is held together by, um, by an elastic. And the elastic is not sewn together, but is held together by something that if you would, um, if you would push it, the whole thing would fall down. So, there, so this is a way of you know, building up some kind of tension. And then there's um, a red string uh, hanging down, a small red string from, uh, from red fabric, actually, from uh, terry cloth. Um, and then there are some uh, black rubber strings that are holding uh, the kind of mattress part, which is folded uh, double. Uh, it's on the back of the thing that would normally hold the telephone. So the telephone holder, of course, the telephone holder, and the table would normally be horizontal, but in my case, it's vertical. I love, I, I love hearing... Um Art described in audio only. You know? <laughs> uh, I mean, of course, there's images. And people can go to your website and see more. So, so, so we're talking about something sculptural, installation that's going to be reinstalled in this show, and that's currently in a box in your studio, or does that all get kind of remade? No, actually, this one it was in a box, and I I uh, I, I put it up because the curator came to the studio. Uh, uh, but there's another piece actually that I had to, that was also in a box, but I had to kind of, um, yeah, renovate it a little bit. Uh, that's a metal stand uh, that is covered with a pleated black uh, fabric, uh, which is uh, pulled together by strings on the side, and then on top it holds um, an antique microphone. And so uh, the microphone, uh, the way I fixed it inside the tube, inside the metal tube, uh, it was moving around a little bit. So, uh, yeah, so that part I had to fix a little. And, and so those are two pieces that are going to be in the show. Is that correct? Uh, there's more. <laughs> there is no, but, the, but those are the, the two pieces you just described. The, those two are going to be yeah, in the yeah. show. And, yeah, and those yeah, are the yeah. earliest pieces. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. And, and what was the name of those pieces? Is there a title before we move forward? Yeah. So the first uh, one that I described uh, is titled 5 p.m. And the second one is titled Myra, M-Y-R-A, which uh, in my imagination it's a woman's name, but I'm not I'm not sure if that's true. It also, I think in Spanish it means 
uh, looking, but actually the piece, uh, of course, refers more to the voice because of the microphone, obviously. Right, and um, so that's the earliest piece of the show. And let's go to the, the next the next work in the show, which is from when? Um, so the next one is from uh, 2012, uh, which is uh, quite a large uh, photographic work. Uh, it's about, uh, it's larger than one by one meters. I don't know exactly in inches, probably like, 45 by 45 inches, something like that. Um, and it's, um, um, it's displayed as, uh, it's not framed, it's, uh, it's finished as a, um, a diasec. So there is a plexiglass in front of the uh, photograph. Um, yeah, and the photograph is, is very dark, it's very black, except that there is a kind of, a, there is a, a, a small, wooden shape uh, on, uh, on a metal table uh, and a flying knee <laughs> with a piece of fabric that kind of looks like a curtain. So it's, it's quite mysterious and uh, the title of the work is uh, Exchange in Orbit. And it's about flight. There's some flight going on there and, it's, and there's an enormous area of, of black. Is that correct? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that always looks yeah. amazing in, in photography, right? I, I mean, you're saying that the photograph is up against the glass. I don't know if it's adhered to the glass or not, but you're, you're yeah, it's it, a it particular... Yeah, it is. It's kind of... Yeah. It's, sandwiched it's adhered between, to the glass. Um, yeah, exactly. So it's kind of sandwiched between uh, plexiglass and, uh, and an aluminum, uh, what they call D-bond. Um, right. So in total, it's about, it's quite thick actually on the side. It's about it's more than one. It's about one and a half centimeters thick, uh, and it's attached. Uh, so it's in hanging in the distance from the wall, about uh, five centimeters from the wall. So it's it's more like an object, like a photo object, I would say. That's so interesting, and um, yeah, that 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 much black and that large of area must be kind of haunting in a way because with photography in particular, you get such, such beautiful, can be, you know, such beautiful blacks. I would think that's a very dramatic piece. Yeah, it's very deep, uh, I would say. And especially also because of the way, because of the plexiglass in front of it, it gets a lot of depth. Mm. And um, so that was 2012. And what's the next piece in the show? Uh, the next piece in the show is uh, from 2017. It's also a photograph. It's a bit uh, smaller. It's about uh, 60 by 70 centimeters approximately. Um, and it shows um, a woman with a round, uh, with a stone that kind of looks like uh, the, the globe, the globe made from stone. Um, and she is uh, barely dressed. She wears uh, some white uh, stockings, white uh, translucent stockings and uh, some underwear. And then you don't see her face. You just see uh, her hand kind of, it looks like she's kind of moving that, that stone. Um, the floor is from, uh, it's concrete. So, the photograph is the colors of the photograph are kind of grayish brown uh, and and like a pale 
um, skin color. The, the woman is a Japanese dancer, and I took the photograph in Brooklyn, actually. Hmm. And, and so tell me a little bit about these. What are the names of, of those photos for that photo? Yeah, so that photo is titled The Walls. So the walls kind of has two meanings. Uh, I believe that's the same in English. Uh, the walls as in the dance as dancing, and then the walls as something like a machine that is uh, making something flat. I don't, I'm not mm. sure if that's actually an English word, but in German, Walze, uh, that's uh, a word for a machine that, 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 that makes things, a big machine that makes things flat. Kind of like a press, something that would press yes. clothes kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, no, that doesn't it's, work. It's it doesn't more, work yeah. in... Yeah. It's more what, like what press is what flat? Like a book press right. that, that that would press pages flat? Uh, book press, yeah, actually, yeah, book press. But yeah, actually, it, it, you can use it also in, in terms of uh, clothing, and, but also uh, on the street. Like, a, yeah, a press, is, it can also be like a very heavy machine. And so this series that, that you're talking about, the, I mean, the waltz, um, these images are, are also kind of performative, right? There's a dancer, there's movements that also, yeah. it sounds like almost as abstract and mysterious as the, as the last ones you described. So yeah, um, yeah, exactly. I, I don't know if I can so, ask you about yeah. the narrative in this one or not, but it, 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 it's also not, not clear exactly what's, what's happening, right? Exactly. So uh, actually all the photographs and a lot of my work is, is, is photographic work is very performative. Uh, actually, in the first one, that first, first photograph I described, uh, this is also a dancer. I, I did a project in Korea, in Seoul, uh, and uh, the well, you hardly see the body there, but it's uh, it's also uh, uh, from a session with a dancer. And let's talk about the next body of work, um, going chronologically to 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 now um, for the show in Cologne. What would be the the next piece? Yeah. Um, so the next piece is from uh, 2017 and that's uh, from a series uh, titled uh, Infinite Play um, and that kind of leads to a body of work that I'm still working on now. So uh, this was, um, so I developed a textile prop uh, for this uh, body of work. Um, the textile prop is made from calico and like an unbleached type of cotton and it has uh, 12 round holes quite big holes so that big enough that you can put your head through it uh, and some strings on the side and um, I uh, actually filmed a number of I call them not performers but, but participants because in this case they're not dancers um, I put them in front of a black background and I filmed them and what they do is really improvisation so the photographs are still from the video. And so, so that's a series that's ongoing, and I've seen some of that series, and it's, and it's very beautiful, the, the, the imagery and, and just the way the performers are also working with the, with the material. So how does, that, how does that get exhibited in the show? There are photographs of that. Is there also video? And, and through what years? Is that 2017 till now, or does it? Is it a shorter span in the at the show at Cologne? Yeah, so actually um, the photographs 
the one photograph that I just described from 2017 is going to be in the show as a photograph. The video is not going to be shown, but we are going to show, uh, we're going to present uh, the book in the, the collector's edition, which is the book uh, in a handmade box. So this is uh, the project that I developed last year, uh, and I'm using the same uh, textile uh, prop uh, in this piece. Um, I think it, this is the, the work that you have previously seen. Uh, it's called Relay, and um, I filmed it uh, in a warehouse in Brooklyn where my studio used to be. Um, I, put, I, um, I worked with uh, 10 friends, um, and, which is kind of important to mention that they're friends and not uh, performers uh, because um, they, they have, well, they have different different types of uh, professions and they are from different ages and different cultural backgrounds. So uh, for this type of work, there is no specific training required, I would say, uh, because uh, what I'm interested in in this piece is really to um, reveal the, the personality and uh, the, let's say the interior of the, of the participant, of the let's call it performer. And the way and what the performer is doing, to be clear, is um, is in front of your camera. He or she is manipulating this cloth with holes in it and moving in and out of it. Like uh, there are certain directions that they get. Is, is is that what's happening? Yeah. So the I do give some directions, but the the directions are very very minimal. So uh, the so I tell them that. The, the, the cloth is made by hand, uh, which influences how they handle it. Uh, and I also tell them that it's not about uh, decorating the body, but how they relate to it. So um, I am interested in a conversation between uh, the body and this cloth and, you know, the movement uh, that comes out of it. But uh, really, I mean, it's an improvisation. So um, they they go on for five or sometimes ten minutes. It's it's quite exhausting actually. Um, and then sometimes you know we stop for a while and maybe they do it a second time. So uh, in the end, I had quite a lot of um, uh, material to work with. About I think eight hours of of film material. Um, wow. And then so. The performance in front of the video camera—I call it a performance for no audience because there is, there is, yeah, it's it's taking place, um, you know, in the warehouse and there is no audience. Uh, and the piece is really for made for video because I'm I'm kind of analyzing what's happening here. I'm I'm interested in, uh, you know, if this improvisation reveals. Uh, who these people are, and if we can see, um, if we can see, um, you know, things that that we all share, like, uh, for instance, uh, you know, um, feeling, you know, you feel good or you feel sad or you you are scared or you're you're open, you know, like really basic human co- conditions. Hmm. It's very beautiful. Also, very. It's just a very kind of beautiful. Also, uh, set of tones and colors, and, and, and seems to me almost a, 
sort of poetic celebration of uh, of the body of, of 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 movement of as you say these aren't performers so they're kind of I don't know what to call it but they're natural or naive movements too right mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah and yeah. is that the so last there's... work in the show yeah uh, no so there is uh, there is some other um, new pieces that I've been working on since the pandemic um, I've been uh, developing a similar piece as the one that I just described uh, at the beginning of 2020 uh, during a residency in Singapore. I was invited by uh, Nanyang University of Fine Arts, or Nanyang Academy of Fine Arts, rather, um, to develop a piece with dancers from, uh, with dance students, fine arts students, and fashion students. And so, uh, we developed a piece for the stage, which for me is, is quite unusual. Uh, and I, I was uh, offered uh, a specific fabric from an Austrian company. Um, and the fabric came from Indonesia. The fabric is produced in Indonesia. And that fabric behaves quite different from the fabrics that I've used uh, in the previous pieces that I described. Um, and when I came back to Amsterdam, that was just before the pandemic started, uh, I had all this fabric. And um, then I was, um, I was starting to uh, develop um, yeah, textile sculptures. And I found out that um, they have very, very specific, beautiful properties. Um, it's, a, it's a fabric that is wow. made from celluloid, basically. Made from celluloid, so what does that mean? It's a type of a, of a plastic, or what is that? Uh, no, cell, uh, wait, well, that's, that's a plant fiber. Word. That's a plant fiber. Yeah, right? it's a plant uh, fiber, exactly. Well, there is a, well, that Austrian company calls it Tencel, which uh, some people might be familiar with because it's quite, uh, if you look at labels of clothing, it's often added to cotton or, or linen or other fabrics because it makes it soft. But it's actually uh, produced, yeah, it's produced from the bark of a tree, and a lot of times it's the bark of the eucalyptus tree. Ah, fascinating. So, so, so those those will be the most recent works in the in yeah. the show. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and you're still developing those, and, and those continue to get made in in Amsterdam, where you are now. Yeah, I'm making them in Amsterdam, and I'm very happy that I finally was able to uh, get more fabric because that was a bit challenging. Um, because uh, it's during uh, like halfway uh, through the pandemic, the company that uh, colors the fabric or that dyes the fabric actually went bankrupt. So, um, and apparently, it's very difficult to color this fabric. Um, so uh, it was a bit of a, a bit of a, a bit of a challenge to uh, to get enough fabric. Wow. To, yeah. Well, I'm glad that's working out, and and um, yeah, congratulations on that show. That sounds exciting. And I want to ask you one more question. What are you reading at the moment? Well, actually, um, I just received a very beautiful exhibition catalog. It's an exhibition that I saw in Paris recently. Uh, by Francis Ailes, um, and the exhibition catalog was actually produced in 2013 uh, in, in Japan. Uh, it's called Don't Cross the Bridge Before You Get to the River, 
And there is a couple of very beautiful um, essays in this book. Uh, well, it's not, it's not like, a, it's an exhibition catalog, but there's quite a lot of very, very beautiful poetic writing in it. Margaret, I want to thank you so much for talking with me today, and I wish you well on your upcoming show in Cologne. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.